And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening, folks. Thank you very, very much for listening today. Today is the 11th, I almost said of September. What month is it? July, year of our Lord, 2022. Welcome to yet another edition of the Bun and Cardigan Show, uh, presented by The Athletic. I'm, of course, joined by the on-again, off-again man who wears the cardigan, James Edwards III We're of back. The Athletic. We I, was took ex- out- I was excited to pod today. Sorry we took a week off, people. There's so much energy in this Zoom right now. We did take sort of an unannounced week off. We did announce, I think, either the like last Monday, we were like, hey, no pod tomorrow. What had happened was I actually wouldn't have, because sometimes if we know we're going to be busy on Monday, we'll just record Sunday, but still drop Tuesday. Mm-hmm. turns out I was actually, I think we were both busy that day, but we didn't even ask each other because we were like, well, we always record on Monday. We'll be fine. But Monday was 4th of July, and we were both doing things. So we're like, eh. Yeah. And there was nothing going on. And I mean, free agency well, we, was Free new. agency had just happened. But yeah. we, well, we, because well, we didn't really Pistons, ever. It was quiet. We didn't really get to break down like the Nerlens Noel Alec Burks thing. We can do that at some point in this episode. Um, yeah, well, let's do. We'll talk about free agency and that trade after summer league. Cool. So before we even get to summer league, uh, and I want to lead us into it because I have a question that everybody's going to want the answer to. Before we get to that, James, you today had a story about Sadiq Bay come out. What was that about? Yes, I did. Uh, I talked to Sadiq in Vegas uh, late last week, and. Funny story. So as a reporter, there are many ways that that you get story ideas or get information that lead to story ideas. Most of the time, it's I'm around the people enough that like you you get to know them and they share information and you learn stuff like that. Other people tell you like, hey, this person did this. Go check it out. Ask them about it. Mm -hmm. Or. And this is my favorite so far. The person in my Twitter replies who replied to a tweet about Sadiq with no photo and five followers told me that he has that Sadiq has been in Colorado working out all off season. So I DM the guy. Someone on a burner? I uh, maybe. I don't think so though. Maybe. I DM the guy. I'm like, hey man, like how do you know Sadiq has been in Colorado doing high altitude training? Like I I'm not saying I don't believe you, but just before I waste my time and ask him about it right right he's like so this gentleman or lady i believe it's gentleman I believe his name's mark mark shout out to you if you're listening um if that is your real name mark bartlestein <laughs> no do that uh, whole thing again <laughs> um he said that he this gentleman recently got shoulder surgery and the doctor who did his labrum surgery is friends with the pistons doctor and he told him told his doctor who told this guy then I asked Sadiq, I was like, hey, somebody told me this from Twitter. Is this true? And he's like, yeah. So then we talked about it. So, yes, I wow. talked to Sadiq about him living in Colorado with Aaron Dotson, who's a Pistons video guy. They've lived there the last two months until they had to report back to camp for summer league. And Sadiq has been training in the mountains and picked up hiking. So go check that out on The Athletic. That is such a I was my follow up to this was going to be what do you think is like the coolest and most unique thing that's happened that you're able to find a story this is certainly up that, there yeah for, that's up there for, that's, that's it, incredible that's um, it, yeah. I'm going to share my favorite uh, psychopath I think it might transcend being a psychopath I think he's just a sociopath so my favorite little thing in the story was that his rationale was like he didn't just pick somewhere random it was basically like if you can be in shape at the highest altitude in America that you can be in shape anywhere. Yeah. That is insane. That is insane. <laughs> it's like he didn't just go there because it's a pretty little escape. He's like, nah, man, it's 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 a, it's part it's of the grind. Yeah. He's the Terminator. <laughs> He's different, man. I, that guy, I've I've got to I've very much thoroughly enjoyed getting to know to know him in the work relationship we have. Yeah. Um, he's a interesting guy 
in all the best ways possible and just a, a nice human being. And again, at Summer League, he told me I'm the drippiest beat writer of all time. I don't know if he even knows that to be fact, but he said it. So shout out to Sadiq. From the man himself. From Sadiq the man Bay. himself. Another little uh, nugget in there, but I won't give away what exactly I'm talking about. It'll be for the people who will read it or have read it. We got to give... Uh, we got to get Paul George to give Sadiq some lessons. <laughs> yeah, that part was funny. That was yeah, I. Yeah. I was not expecting that. Anyways, James, I now we can move. Yeah. We can move on to summer league. Let's lead with the question that everybody wants to know. To the best of your knowledge, I think the next game is against the Pacers on Tuesday. Uh, is Jaden Ivy done for summer league? My guess is yes. Yeah. Uh, he tweeted, "It's nothing serious." He did not return after shooting the free throws, and when he did come back on to the bench late in the game he was still limping saw him after the game in the back he was still limping i don't think it's serious like you said but he definitely has a sprained ankle like it's yeah. not something yeah i would be very and, surprised if he plays again and so you're just going to roll out what the Bayheims and Saban lee then yeah i think we're entering um we're entering so i'm back in i'm back in detroit i left vegas sunday morning um we're entering the part of summer league where even i might not watch <laughs> Because Kill is done, as I reported last week. Stewart, I believe, has played. I think Saturday was his yeah. last game, to my knowledge. Yeah. Um, Cade's not playing. Sadiq's not playing. Uh, Gabrielle's yeah. not Livers? playing. Livers will probably play. Whew, Maybe. Okay, I don't know. Something. Let's let's start there. He's been my summer league MVP so far for the Pistons. And, and it's not close. Um, we the, 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 the other Isaiah's made it kind of close, but... Livers is it. I mean, yeah. in terms of like, uh, you're proving something to me that I genuinely like. Okay, so you are. You might not. You probably didn't even have you, to be here. That's you how are him playing, right? And uh, I think the, the the maybe the revelation that a lot of us has, have have had is um, is he potentially starting at the four? So I'm going to do a depth chart uh, later this week prediction. My first one. I think there's a world where Livers is the starting four. Yeah. And Zay's – you have the Zay front court. Yeah. Oh, you think they would do Livers for Isaiah 5? I think Isaiah's starting no matter what. Yeah. I don't mm. – there are people who don't think that they're starting. Isaiah Stewart is going to start on opening night. I don't – If if Isaiah Stewart is starting on opening night, then what I would want it to be would be Cade, Ivy, Sadiq, Isaiah, Nerlens Noel. I think – that's crazy defense right there. That's insane defense. It is, but... And they can I, space a little bit. Well, yeah, they got pretty good spacing on that. Yeah, but I think Cade, Ivy, Livers, Sadiq, Stu is even better spacing. You think they're going to go that young immediately? Yeah, have you seen this roster? Like, this team's younger than last year's team. Right, I know, but if the whole point of getting the vets is... Well, I guess that doesn't mean that they what? have to start. Plus, you have to... Man, it's crazy, because you still have to throw in Bagley, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm excited to kind of like actually dive into what I think the depth chart will be. Yeah. Um, so that'll be later this week. But really quick, because I know everybody wants to talk about Ivy and Duran. Defensively, Livers was phenomenal in, in that first game. Like just the rotations, the communication. I asked him about it after the second game in which he hit every three he put up and scored 20. Well, he was four or five, but yeah. yeah. Oh, he missed one. He scored 20. So he's had a great offensive showing and a spectacular defensive showing. I asked him, I was like, to have the understanding of NBA defense and communication and and rotations and things like that, like young guys struggle with that early on. Like, did you struggle with that, especially given you were off for the first seven months of the year or whatever? Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm going to be honest, and this is no shot at Coach Beeline at all. When Juwan Howard came there, we NBA Lego all day. Like, yeah. it, it was hard at first, but then after doing it for a little bit, like it became second nature. So I just think intellectually – and I and I wrote this in my story after the the game and, and as part of the tweet for the story. Like, there are a lot of basketball players at summer league. Isaiah Livers looks like a professional. Yeah, and I just think that's the best way to put it. That's what I, that's what I meant when I said you know it's it's what is, is this year two for him? This is year this two is for him. Second year. Yep. And he, or I, I was I'm watching him summer league. I'm like I don't think you need this. I actually don't think that you need to be here. Um, super disruptive on defense. Even in that first game, he goes three of ten, one for eight from three. But even on offense. Um, it, he wasn't taking bad shots. They just no, didn't go. Him. They just didn't go in right. Yeah. And um, and I super, and, super and I agree with you. Like he's shown that he he is good enough to be an NBA rotation player, at least for this Pistons team. 
like I know what you mean. Like he doesn't, he shouldn't be there, but he, oh, de- but he, he but should. He, he be should. There. Like it's good he for should. him to get this because yes. uh, how much time he's missed, of course. And yes. I say the same thing with Isaiah Stewart. Like obviously Isaiah Stewart is better than Summer League, but I bet you I, I've seen it on Twitter. Everybody is super excited about Isaiah Stewart spacing the floor. But the one except sequence, me because I've one, I've known this was going to happen. Yeah, uh, the one thing that happened in that first game that drove me insane. It's nobody's fault. It happens. It's not actually something worth big. The little butterfingers in the corner because that was cash. Oh yeah, he was hitting that shot. That was cash. 100%. He was either going to shoot it or he was going to hit my man on the baseline fit faster just, than he did. He was just going to get it and go instead of fumbling. Hit a little drop step on him. Yeah. Um, want to go okay. there now? Let's just knock those two out. What Isaiah Stewart? Yeah. Yeah sure. I mean he's. Sh- what uh he went three or five of nine from three in two yep. games Something um like that i don't think the idea is for him to start the year at the four this is my this is my understanding wait okay i think they want to get duran run i think eventually they hope there is a world where duran and stewart are the starting front court i don't Facts. think it's this year i could be wrong it could be the start of this year i would be surprised but I think the idea is Stewart, to get him to space the floor, he's able to do get that kind of – when you're the four in that system, you're able to be more on the perimeter, just how things are designed. You're, you're more – you're pushed to shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting him there now to get used to letting the ball fly, and not that he needs to get used to it, but in a game setting within the offense, uh, I think – the idea is to eventually have those two play together or have Bagley and Stu play together. Um, like he's going to play with other bigs at some, a lot this year. And he'll probably be the four in those situations. Cause he's probably the only of the guys they got. He's probably the one that uh, most suit like nor Nerlens is a five. Duran is a five. Yeah. Bagley is a five. Olenek is a five. So Stewart is the one that can go back and forth. Um, so he's going to play with two bigs a lot. But I also think it's just like a rhythm thing and getting getting comfortable. But yeah, he's shot in the ball very well. It's a surprise to nobody, but uh, especially me. Um, it was funny at the halftime of the second game. I think he should have shot one at the at the end of the half, mm-hmm. and he walked. He has to walk past where I'm sitting to go to the half, and he punched me. He hit me on the chest and said, "I should be two for three. <laughs> and he was and he was sweaty as shit. Like I, my whole shirt had sweat on it. But yeah. he's like Jordan uh, Brink. Shout out to Jordan Brink, who's two and zero as a summer league coach. Um, he said that Isaiah was hunting a little bit for the three point shot. He said that's exactly what we wanted. Good. So he's been fun to watch. Let's now let's go Ivy and Duran. Cool. Give me your give me your non Pistons cape. Honest truth about Ivy in Summer League. You want – let me lead with this. I'm curious to see. I was thinking about this about 20 minutes before we started because I was rehearsing in my head. I don't think I I don't think I know Jaden Ivy enough to call him Jaden or to call him Ivy. For the foreseeable future, he has to be <laughs> – You know what I mean? his full name? He has to be Jaden Ivy. I don't feel like I know him enough yet. Is his you full know, name one syllable? Jaden – no, two. Jaden Ivy. It's four. Jaden Ivy. Yeah, what was I doing? Jaden Ivey. What's going on here? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Two syllables. Uh, I don't feel, and same with Jalen Duran. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you got Jalen at the, you know, it doesn't feel right. So for now, Jaden Ivey and Jalen Duran. Um, yes, I'm anyways, with, I love that. That's funny. In the first game, uh, the one, you know, Mark Jones throughout the broadcast was like, you know, Ivy looks like there's a lot of jitters. He just needs to, you know, kind of bring it under control. I think that's just how he plays. And to his credit, yeah. I think he did a lot better job in what the six minutes of run that he got uh, in the second game. He was phenomenal game. in that six minutes. He was fantastic yeah. in that game. Uh, mm-hmm. Got up to, I think he had 10 points, or it was, and then 11 after the free throw, I think is what it was. Yeah. Um, but he was yeah, fantastic. Yeah, he had eight and five minutes and then shot the three free throws right. after uh, he rolled his ankle. Right. Body control was a lot better. Um, his change of speeds was a lot better. He knew um, whoever was in front of him couldn't stay in front of him. Right, a lot better commanded game in the in the second game compared to the first game. So Mark Jones was onto something. There definitely was a lot of jitters, but again, really to, quick, Johnny Davis stinks. We yeah, I mean, he if, got a Taco Bell commercial before the draft. I didn't even see that. You haven't seen the Johnny Davis Taco Bell commercial? It came out before I, no. the draft. Shout out his really? agent. Shout out to his agent. Facts. That's yeah. the most random guy to get a commercial before the draft. Go ahead. We'll, we'll do some more uh, players from Summer League that we like in a little of bit. Of course, but, I'll let you um, get We're going to get our Keegan Murray and Ben Math off. <laughs> no question. Yes, we will. Uh, 
But anyways, uh, even at the end of the first game, Jade Navi was like, I do need to slow it down. Like I was, mm-hmm. I was definitely a little bit out of control. Um, I will give him a lot of credit. He was pulling off some passes in that first game that I like never even saw in a whole year at Purdue. In the whole last year, I was He's like, had some "Oh, good reads in the." I was like, combined, "Okay." Yeah. So one of the things that we had said on the show before was it always fe- felt like he always made the easy pass. Which no, there's nothing wrong with that, but there's nothing overly he, outstanding about that. He did, and he, yeah, he he even struggled with some passes in the first game. Like it was very good and then very bad as well. In right. Media. And but there were the ones that were good were enough to make me go, "Ooh, was it's I wrong there. about this? Was yeah. I already wrong about this? This is fun." Yeah. Jalen Duran, ladies and gentlemen. Just a kid man, oh. man child. I loved what you wrote. You were like, I need to see a birth certificate. <laughs> I do, man. It's I've There's never no seen way a teenager 18. built like that. Stanley no is the closest, but Stanley's not seven foot. Did you hear? I don't know if you've heard uh, Dwayne talk about this before. Uh, I feel like maybe you've written that he said this before, so surely you do know it. But they had Dwayne uh, join the, the booth with Mark mm-hmm. Jones and Doris Burke, who, by the way, are just a phenomenal duo together. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently Dwayne's comp of... Uh, Jalen Duran was like an early days Sean Kemp. Ooh, he hasn't said that to us. I like that. And this was on the heel and heel end. Dwayne coached Sean. Uh, he recruited. I don't know. Yeah, and recruited he, him. He, yeah, he yeah. recruited him at Kentucky. Yep, and coached him in Seattle. So he knew him for a long time. Yeah. Uh, this was on the tail end of him throwing down like two lobs. So we were like. I'm sure everybody at home was like, oh, my God, wait a minute. That's something that you shouldn't have given us that because we're going to latch on to that for the rest of his career. Uh, super disruptive on defense. I mean, just having the idea of having um, a, a, just a rotation buzzsaw of him, Bagley, uh, and Isaiah um, in terms of their blocking ability is is just – I can't. And then, brother, if that's not the jumpy guy that we've been waiting for for Cade all along, I don't know who is because to yeah. open the game with Jordan a set, Brink. Oh, this is a Jordan Brink he's on, fan club. He's on Pistons Twitter. He must be on Pistons Twitter because he opened summer league play with a Jaden Ivey throwing a oop to Jalen Duran. My goodness. Jordan Brink, uh, James James uh, encouraged me because I was nervous to text him and be like, good job, I love you, because I don't want to be annoying to people. James encouraged me to do it, and so I did that because uh, this is a Jordan Brink stand account, an open invitation uh, to the podcast for Jordan Brink whenever yeah. he wants. He's, yeah, you met Jordan Brink before and – uh, he's a fan of the fan of the pot. He likes you. He likes Hankel. Hankel hours. Love it. Uh, so yes, I I don't. I mean, I I could not be in more more in love with both of these players. Um, Jaden, they were both super disruptive on defense, jumping into their hips or changing direction. Everybody's. And you know what else I loved? What you know what I loved about what Jordan is doing with this team, dude? That bench is so loud and so animated, and there's so much energy. They're getting up and they're gassing everybody up. They're they're yelling at refs. I love it. I don't know how loud they are in the gym, but on the broadcast, it's so much fun because I'm like, these dudes care. These dudes care about what's going on. Yeah, I hadn't noticed, uh, but I believe it. I know. I mean, that's something even during the regular season uh, with Dwayne. Like the bench, it's like something they push as a coaching staff. From Dwayne on down, like you be engaged, you clap for your teammates, like we're yeah. all for one, and it carried over to summer league for sure. Um, yeah. My thoughts on Ivy, I thought he was okay in game one. Uh, obviously, I thought he was very bad in the first half and pretty good in the second half. Yeah, uh, just learning to like we. I mean, we you already touched on it. Learning to control his pace, learning to play with. He missed a couple layups because he was going too fast. He tripped a couple times over himself. Um, he jumped without a plan with the ball a couple times with some just bad turnovers. Then he got comfortable, uh, got to the rim. I think he got to the free throw line six times in game one. I don't think, unlike Caden Killian, like I don't think he's going to have an issue getting to the line as a rookie just because naturally how he plays and refs yeah. tend to call fouls and for guys He doesn't that absorb are that contact the way that like Cade does. He right. just like flails through it. And it looks, yeah, it looks, it looks more dangerous because yeah. of how athletic he is. Yes. Um, and yeah, I, and then in game two, those that five minutes was he was the best athlete on the floor, and it wasn't even close. And you could yeah. tell he's shooting very well from three. That part I don't believe in yet. Like I think he's three for six or four for eight or something like that. He had some bad misses in that first game, but what I respected is that he was shooting them. Yeah, he was shooting them, and. I, I, I still have questions about the form. It's a little the release, like he doesn't really extend his arms. The footwork's not the. I don't I don't believe he's a 
mid thirties to low forties three point shooter. Like I think that part is going to come down, but he's clearly aggressive. He's clearly athletic. He can get to the rim. Um, he's going to have highlight moments throughout the year. Yeah, uh, I I don't. Uh, how do I say this? He's been good. Uh, I would just – the highlights are fun. I would just temper expectations just a l- little bit just based on what I've seen on the timeline. That's the rookie of the year as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and Duran and too. Like, Duran is an athletic freak. Um, I even liked the fact that he, like, feels kind of comfortable with, like, the turnaround on the baseline. I was going to – verbatim. Like, it, it didn't go in. But, like, he's fine. Like, he feels comfortable taking it. And, like, if that dude, that athletic freak has that at some point, that's good. Um, I literally, when that happened, because it was, like, his second touch of the game. And he just, on the baseline, he takes it. I almost texted you, what the? Is he doing that? Is that what we're doing with him this year? Yeah. So, yeah, man. I mean, if if you get into Summer League, I know he was on a minute restriction in that first game. If you're getting down to Vegas and you're like, hey, man, I want to try some stuff out. That's what it's for. That's what we want yeah. you to do. We, we know that we, you can throw shit down. You can, you know, swat some stuff off the backboard. Like, we know that. Who is who's most likely to shatter a backboard, him or, or Isaiah Livers on the on the chase downs? I mean, it's definitely Livers Jaylen had Duren. one that was – I mean, yeah, but Livers had one that was tough. Uh, yeah, I was shocked. That foot's Ooh. fine. Ooh. Um, or go can ahead, I, and then, then we'll have two more guys to talk about. And Can I walk something back? Maybe this was one of the guys. Yeah, go ahead. Are we sure that Saban Lee is going to be on this basketball team? <laughs> That's one of the are guys. We sh- are we sure? Yeah, was I wrong about that? Because I think I might have been wrong about that. Or t- yeah. him and Killian. Okay. Um, yeah, Saban has not been good. No. In summer league. Uh, just slow moving the ball, slow run the offense. Again, I, I, I wrote it like it seems like he's still processing way too slowly. Um, Would I be shocked if Saban is not on this team going into camp? No. I'll say that. Ooh, going into camp even, when you can have yeah. a bigger roster. Yeah, because they have the Pistons have eight million in cap space and no roster spots, so that's enough room to sign like a NBA player. Brent Forbes hasn't even signed yet, has he? I don't think so. Yeah, Frank Jackson's Deon- still out there. Oh, that's too bad. Shout out to Langston Galloway; he's still and, out there. And Langston Galloway's out there too. Colin Sexton still out there. Yeah. Cavs are reportedly working on that one, though. I think the trail's kind of gone cold on that one. Not even for Detroit. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. anybody even yeah. getting him. Uh, no, the Saban thing, yeah. I mean, he's just dribbling the ball into the ground. Um, yeah, it hasn't been pretty. Do you want to talk about Killian? Because I know there's – obviously, there people thought he played really well in game in his only game, and some people thought he was the worst. I thought he played kind of well. So there you go. Th- this is my thing. I thought he was fine. Yeah. My And maybe I uh, – the step back was dumb, I, as it always is, but, you know. It kind of goes back to what we're seeing from everybody else, like Isaiah stepping outside, both Isaiah stepping outside of their box. Duran trying to step outside of his box. Like, Killian is yeah. uh, living in his box, doing what he – like, he had a stat line that he would have in the regular season, only four shots in a summer league game. I'd like to see him be more aggressive. Some people will just want him to do what he does. It, it depends on uh, tomato, tomato. I guess I would agree of being a little bit more on being a little bit more aggressive. But I would say, and he had six fouls, in the game. which wasn't great. But you got to refine your box first, right? Right before you can step outside of it. Like Isaiah knows, if I just you know if I just rebound and score inside, I'm gonna have a pretty decent NBA career. But I want to be more than that, right? So, so his what is box, he doing? So he's going out and shooting threes. But what I'm saying is because his that. The aforementioned box of if I can rebound and just score inside, I'll be good. He knows he can do that, but I want to do more. So what I'm saying is, Killian, like, what can he do? He can play defense and he can pass. And that's what he did. <laughs> so step out. Again, play within the offense. I get it. Just like to see you maybe make a play for yourself a few more times than you have. But it's hard a, when, you're, touchy, when you – It's a touchy subject because there's such so many people love him and so many people – I just think I would have liked to see Killian be more aggressive shooting the ball. And I'm not just talking about jumpers. Like, don't go up there heaving. Like, get to the rim. Yeah. It was – I don't know. Four shots for a guy who started the last two years in summer league. Like, you want to see a little bit more. I saw the uh, – he posted a picture on – I think it was IG of him finishing with his right. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, don't tease us. MIP season inbound? Uh, So Keegan Murray. Yeah, Keegan Murray's been great. Outstanding. The game, the, the Kings magic game. Right in front of me because Pistons are next. I'm going to, I got to disagree with you on something. I love that the Kings called a set in sudden death. I love it. No. I love no. it. I, no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. It sucks for me because I have to wait for this game in order for the Pistons to even start. It sucks for you because you're there working. Yeah. But as like a, if I'm a fan of the Kings, if I'm a, like a, just as a guy who's just watching this game, I love it. There are rings on the line, man. This matters. This matters. Go for it. Sudden <laughs> death. Run a set. And they lost. And they lost, <laughs> which that's the part that sucks. They Shout lost. out to Paolo. Um, yeah. for making the right read twice with the ball in his hands in that game. Like, he didn't force a shot. He made the right yeah. reads. Uh, one, I think one was a turnover, but he tried to make the right play. RJ Hampton is definitely going back to the New Zealand Breakers. Though, He's like trying. I to, yeah, I had. He's I had trying. A, I had a little bit of RJ Hampton stock left. I, I actually sold it to Bitcoin. When uh, you were in Vegas, you yeah, sold it? I, I, ran, I ran to the closest uh, table and spent it. Took that to the blackjack table? Yeah. yeah. Um. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Benedict Math. I'm a fan, man. Like I, I don't know. Like you know, I was a fan. I'm even more of a fan. Like a, like I, he's just fun. Yeah. He's, no, I, he can I, shoot. He's athletic. Like he's not Ivy athletic, but he's a notch and a half below, maybe a notch below. His jumper. I'm a fan, man. Like he's great. I'm gonna watch Pacers basketball. Like I'm, I'm a sicko. You know. Keegan Murray wasn't doing anything that we didn't already know he could do. Like every shot that he put up, every make that he had, I'm like, he, yeah. I, there I was you one that. when I in that Orlando game, I was I got there early because I wanted to watch Paolo versus Keegan. He hit somebody with like a combo cross m- turnaround midi that was like I did the like <laughs> when you're like listening to like uh, Sean Price or something, just yeah, the scrunch face like you're in New York and it's cold. And somebody says something mean. <laughs> Keegan's gonna be nice, man. Like, I'm. I don't want to say it. Keegan's gonna be good. I don't care how old he is. I don't care if you think there's a ceiling, whatever. I think there's a world where Keegan averages twenty points a game. Well, Soon yeah. Me. I don't think that's. The, I think that's just in year, by year three he's gonna be doing that. Well, my thing is like what we're going back in to Sacramento, but like going back to draft talk, like. He's not going to get any better. He's not going to get much, but it's not a high sell. Give me a guy that's going to score 20 a game every time if it's Ooh. efficient. Well, here's the thing, I don't care though. how old he is. Is if in, in three years, is he going to be averaging 20? Because they're still going to have Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox. Keegan, you know I mean? can, Keegan walks into 12 points just by cutting and running. Yeah, but I'm just saying, is there too much going around there? No, but I think he's like, I, they might, they're not going to play through him, but I'm saying he'll stumble into 12 points alone. Well, plus, like the whole appeal of having Demonte Sabonis is how good of a passer That's he is. That's part of it, yeah. Keegan's like one of the best passing, that. right? Yeah, on those backdoor cuts, actually. Yeah. Like when he's when he's trapped up in the post and he just throws that shit behind his head. You're a hundred percent right, dude. Sacramento is gonna be Keegan's so nasty. Keegan's gonna have ten nasty. points a game off baseline cuts. No like question. Davion Mitchell too. I I will, do people. I don't remember if people know that I almost interviewed him. It was either him. I don't know if I've told this part of the story. But you getting, told me. Yeah, getting Cade was like a four-month-long process uh, when we did that interview. And bef- and before we even got Cade, they And he's they talking would- about, if you're a new listener, he's talking about at his uh, former job. At, his, at my previous job when I was able to sit down with Cade for like 20 minutes. It's on YouTube. Um, it is on YouTube. Just look up Cade Cunningham is just some guy on Motown Noah. Um, thank you, James, for helping me out with the plug there. Yes, I know you wanted, yeah. 
Uh, even though I don't actually get money from that anymore. Yeah, and we're and we're no free pub over here. No free publicity for that other company. Yeah. Uh, but so in like I think December, I got a, a message on Slack that was like Cam Johnson, Davion Mitchell, Cole Anthony, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And they were Love like, "Love one, marry one." <laughs> and they were like, "Pick one." We're trying to get an interview for All Star. My brain was like, "Well, the best player there." is Cam Johnson. I was like, give me Cam Johnson. Because I was like, I could tell him the story about how I was writing the story about we, how we were drafting him like four picks before we actually did. And then Phoenix took him. So I had I chalked it. So I had to erase my entire story and then freak out over who we were going to draft. I thought it would be Nasir Little. Nope, it was Sekou Dumboya. Yeah, it was Sekou draft, yeah. Uh, and then I was like, no, I've had a lot of really mean takes about Davion Mitchell. I should do it. I should interview him and then read him my mean takes and see what he has to say about that. Yeah. And then, like, a month later, they were, like, it was told to me that, uh, hey, we didn't want to tell you this because we didn't want to get you too excited, but we're trying to get Cade. And then they got Cade. They got Cade. So it was great. So I almost interviewed Davion Mitchell. And then, fun story about him. Eh, never mind. I'm not going to keep going into this. But he was supposed to do an interview with that company and then just didn't show up. He he just was. Shout out to Davion. And then he said he was having Wi-Fi problems, and that was why. So it's funny, whatever. Sometimes you just got to lie. Anyways, Uh, in the uh, Summer League, Jabari Smith, another player I've really enjoyed watching. Another guy who's really getting his shots off and blocking everything. I believe everything is the stat. All right. I'm going to say something. Is it about chat? I'm going to issue a partial apology. (gasps) Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy isn't trash. Yes! The dunk did it, huh? The no. The dunk did it. No. I still just don't think he's going to be very good when it's, time to, when it's time for OKC to be good. Um, Which is when? But he's not way. trash. When is it time for OKC? And most of that stuff, I hope you guys know, is like a bit. Like, I obviously don't think he's super trash. I just, uh, he just doesn't look like a basketball player to me. And when I say that, it's like he, like I said again, he dribbles like he needs DW forty. Like there's no mobility in his move, like in his move, it's so stiff. But then you put up Pause. seventeen assists, and what? I had uh, when is when is it time for Oklahoma City to be good? After they we get Wim, after they get Wanyama next year, Wenbenyama, Wenbenyama, when it's Wenbenyama, Chet, Shea, Giddy, and uh, one either one of the Jalen Williamses. And Lou Dort on that. And Lou Dort. Five-year, 87.5. Oh, and Poku. Great, and Poku, which the jury is still out. I think all, I still I, got all my stock. And my Wiseman stock is, yeah, buddy. That's looking good. Yeah, that's he looking good. He balled out yesterday. Yeah, 100%. I think the Poku stock, the, what's the thing that we've said about him? His highlights are as high as they can possibly be, and his lowlights are as low as they can be. Yeah. He's like Bruno Caboclo. Who is actually at Summer League still. Is he? Yeah, I forgot who he was with. I was watching before I left to go to the arena. uh, One of those days, he was playing for somebody, and he was on TV. Yeah, (laughs) he's still two years away from being two years away. That I I, almost looked it up to see like where we're at in that, but I think we've surpassed the four. (laughs) Has it been two years? So are we here? Is so it'd be six years if he's two years away from being two years away? So that'd be in the sixth year that he should be here. I think we're we might have passed. I know Bruno was. I don't remember what year Bruno was, but yeah, he's still at summer league. Let me ask. I meant to. I was. I would have done this last week because this is when I believe that's when the story came out. Um, so we have after this year, Dwayne has one more year. The extension that he signed. Otherwise, he would have been done this year, but he has one more year. I looked this up. Don't worry, because we talk okay. about this a lot. I did finally look it up. Yeah. He has after this year. It's one more year. Yeah. I'm asking this to say that Jordan Brink story was pretty interesting to me. Don't start. I'm not. I'm not throwing anything out there, but um, is there a chance that that's somebody that they look at? I'm. I'm genuinely not no, trying I, to pump anything. I'm genuinely only asking your opinion. I have. No, I would be. You, well, that's a, you're insinuating that Dwayne would be done after that. Yes, assuming Dwayne's done and he assumes a front office role. Yes. I would. I no. I. I don't know. I would be surprised. I would be surprised because I think by then they would probably want a coach that with some experience because they would be hoping to turn a corner. Well, I guess that's, they're not trying to, yeah. If I didn't know if there was like an air. go south. Yeah. And it, that maybe, and they're like still, if they have to press reset on something, but I, I think they're past that. 
think didn't there's a world where maybe Jordan Briggs is an assistant coach by then. Maybe. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I also didn't don't know if, if he has any interest in that from the story. Like that's that true. Obviously, it's not like his thing. Yeah. That's true. Ooh, give me your quick. Uh, we didn't talk about the Rudy Gobert trade. You want to give me something there? I, I can I give you my take. I yeah. like it. Yeah, it's, Minnesota had to do something. Like, I'm all for Like, when Chicago went and got DeMar. Like, you can only just be blah for so long. Yeah. Like, go do something. And they did something. Will it work? I don't know. But I'm excited to find out. Like, I was when Chicago got DeMar and Chicago added Vucevic. Like, I want to see. It's a good time to do it. You finally yeah. have D'Angelo Russell and Cat being able to play games together. D'Angelo Russell well, had one, one of those of his... guys sucks. Yes. But, to Wait. be fair... D'Angelo Russell did just have one of the better years of his career last year. So it does feel like a good time. You know, when you, you finally, you know, you want to play in game. Feels like that's probably, yeah. I wouldn't, it's not a one-to-one with the DeMar thing, but that's probably the closest example that we can, uh, that we can get to. So, you know, I'm all the way on board with it. I will say, I, I'm sure there are a ton of Minnesota fans who are having a hard time stomaching the fact that Rudy Gobert is on their team. And just so we're clear, if we were in their positions, I would not be like, I kind of like it. It's kind of cute. I would be like, so who's, so I'm a Kings fan then. <laughs> I'd be sick. Yeah, I, <coughs> excuse me. You got Anthony Edwards. You got to start winning with him. You can't lose him. I like it, man. Even though he doesn't understand why they got Rudy, because he's not afraid of Rudy, as he as that tweet went out year from whenever <laughs> that was he said that. Mm-hmm. Um. I actually had somebody in the Timberwolves front office hit me and say they think Amp now will probably try to learn French. That's how cool he is. Like, he'll probably try to speak France, French to Gobert. That's so cool. Like, yeah. So you I'm excited what? to see what it is. I love Ant-Man. You know that. Yes. That's yeah, about which it. You, but you still me. haven't seen Hustle, though, so you don't even support all I did see work. it. I did, did? see it. He did, did like the it? job. It was fine. Kermit Willis. Shout out to Kermit. Shout out to Kermit Willis. Um, um, should we do free agency real quick? Like I'm oh, talking with, about, like with really Alec quick. Burks and Nerlens Noel, yeah, or the trade. Uh, okay, well we can knock this out in thirty seconds. Pistons Knicks trade is official. They Ooh. traded the draft rights to some guy that they got in the Jeremy Grant signing trade and a one of those fake seconds because you got to trade something <laughs> to the Knicks for Burks Noel, their own second round pick back, and another second. Two veterans. Burks at forty percent three point shooter adjusts or addresses that need he'll really play. good frank jackson replacement yeah and i think yeah he does what you everybody hope frank did yeah noel i was under the impression that he's here for veteran leadership i i think he plays but i don't think he plays as much as people think huh. i could be wrong he's also always injured um <laughs> so having the five bigs that they have is a lot of those guys are always injured Bagley's always injured. Yes. Noel's always injured. Duran's yep. going through his first year. Olenek's early mid. Going to be suspended for pulling dude's shoulders out. <laughs> I'm past that. I'm, pa- yeah, I'm not that mad was, about that, that anymore. I'm past about Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Kelly. Yeah. So there's that. They have still have eight ish, eight to ten million in cap space, I believe, uh, with no roster spots. So they could do some if they wanted. That's brilliant. And that's why we were talking about Sabin. Like, it seems like if anybody on that 15 man roster were to be. Uh, gone. They he only is guaranteed for one point seven million, so it's a yeah. little bit easier to cut ties with. Uh, you want to talk? And then they signed Kevin Knox, reclamation project. Cool. I don't care. He was there. I, he was in uh, Detroit, or he was in Vegas with the team, watching the game, sitting next to Dwayne. Happy for him. And Marvin Bagley, probably a little bit of an overpay, but this is how I looked at it. That's like people are like freaking out. I don't. People freak out about money, but it's not their money. Um, Pocket watching Tom Gore. Yeah. <laughs> this is my thing. I mean, yeah, I could. I would be curious to see if who else was going for Bagley. Um, but I would also say this: those teens con those like. There's not many of those middle eight to twelve, eight to thirteen contracts, and like people in the NBA are getting vet minimums yeah. or super high deals. And, like, you kind of need those middle tr- ones to, like, execute, like, trades, trades down the road. Yeah. So I wonder yeah. if maybe that was, like, part of it. Um, so now you have, like, an Olenek who makes 12 and a Bagley that makes, like, together that's $24 million. Like, that gets you a pretty – you know what I mean? Like, it's good to have those type of uh, salaries on the payroll. God, you're smart. Um, but 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's based on just reading the room, it seems like some fans would have been a little bit happy if there was an option on the third year. But yes, listen, they're taking that. They believe in Marvin. Um, he's still what twenty three, twenty two, twenty three. 24, 24 I think. Something like that. So No, I don't think he can't be that old. In the, I, he's, I think he might be turning 24. Yeah, so. Yeah, like I get why people say, like, that's eh, a little too much for Marvin, and I don't even know what his role is on this team. Understandably. What else are we doing right now? I just don't think it really hurts anything right now. But Sure. Uh, two things. One, it was very cute on the broadcast when Mark Jones and Doris Burke were like, look how hard Luca Garz is trying. And I was like, really? Even you guys are going to do this? <laughs> Second Gaze, thing. Man. He looked, he looked tan, though. He looked good. I mean, it's hot in Vegas. Lord have mercy. I'm so happy to be home. Second thing, KD needs to relax. Both number one seeds, please. Yeah, I'm sure, dude. I'm sure in an ideal world you would like to go to Miami or Phoenix. Did he tweet I'm, that? No. But oh, that just was, like that's the teams? What, are... Like the Woj. Yeah. yeah. Like, where do you want to get traded? Uh, the best teams in the league. Cool, yeah. bro. I'm sure that's <laughs> what you would like to happen. I need you very quickly to wrap up on this. Why not us? Just tell. I know it's not us, but I just need you to end it. Why not us? Are, are you ready to trade Cade? Answer yes or no. No. Are you ready? Okay. Are you ready to trade Sadiq, Isaiah, Ivy, and something else? If I hadn't heard the stories I'd heard about Sadiq over the last two months, I would say for Kevin Durant, yes. So you're fine with rolling a, rolling out with a Corey Joseph and this is what Cade the problem Cunningham, becomes. Kevin Durant, Kelly Olynyk, and, and Norlands Noel line. Like, well, then what's the point? Exactly, and that's what the problem becomes. Okay, yeah. see, I just needed you to. I just needed you specifically to look at me and tell me why yeah. not. Now no, I'm out. Don't fine. want it anymore. Thanks. Um, yeah, Vegas was fun. I love summer league. I hate Vegas. Um, ran into Luke Kennard. Ran into. I went to a random sneaker spot and ran into Langston. I told you I'd ran into him. Yep. Shout out to Langston. Um. And Johnny I, for doing the show with Langston. Remember they had a pod John. together? Yeah, they did. Shout out to Johnny. Um, shout out to Steve Smith, who oh. I chopped it up with for like 20 minutes, and we were talking Michigan State basketball and Pistons. Like Me and Steve have only interacted on Twitter and when I do NBA TV, but like yeah. that was the first time we like kicked it in person. He like saw me immediately, and like it was really cool because I'm – first of all, my dad's favorite player is Steve Smith, and they're like the same age. Yeah, and wow. I have a Steve Smith Hawks jersey, and I love Steve Smith, so that's yeah. like one of those surreal moments. Yeah, that he like knew who I was. Yeah, um, yeah, man. Like, what's this? The, is a fun group of guys to cover, and what, they have great personalities. So it was, what, it's always a, a good trip. What's like the food in Vegas? Like, what's the you know what I mean? Like, what do you? Yeah. Like, what are they good at? Oh, they don't have a thing. No, they okay. don't have a thing. So it's like a lot of like they have. Did a lot of Thai and Chinese food. Um, yeah, pretty much Thai and Chinese food. And what else did I eat? That's about it. Donuts, burgers. Like they, it's like very like they have food courts and they have like fancy food court. Like I don't know. Oh, I went to a shout out to Tina Jane Pistons social yeah. media president. Yeah. Uh, we went to a. She's good with the fusions. And she found, and she knows, she put us on game to this Mexican Chinese fusion spot. Ooh, fire! Fire! I could see that. Uh, really good. It was in the Cosmopolitan. Very good. Uh, I we all the athletic writers and editors. We had our summit out there, so like we all got together and had like four hour meetings on Friday. We all stayed at the Mandalay Bay. Um, anything else fun happened? I bought the shout Union- out to Tim Cato. Tim get better because Tim made it out there and found out he had COVID. So he was oh, just sitting Jesus. in his hotel. We were like, where's Tim? We were at our meeting. Like, where's Tim? And then we found out he's just sitting in his room because he got oh, COVID. Oh, that's too bad. Shout so, out to Eric Name. Is he good? He was there. Yep. Nice. Shout out to cool. Eric. Um, I picked up the Union Fours. It was my only shoe purchase, which I won. On, I played a, I gambled only 100 bucks and I turned it into Union Fours. Nice. I have a question. <laughs> okay. For the people. Should I do like a James's Sneaker Collection video? That'd be fun. Do you think people would care? Yeah, put it on uh, the Bunny Cardigan Twitter, or I, put it on your Twitter. I think I think we have enough like sneakerheads. I just based on like some of the comments we get that like people would be interested. I could even. Do you still have your account? We can just upload it to. Or is my, that just a one-off? What do you mean, my my burner? No, your YouTube. Oh, the um, 
Like, were you planning on doing anything with that, or is that yeah? Just... I don't know if I want to put. St- I don't know. Okay. I, I, yeah, that's kind of yeah. I'm working okay. on like a yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, hold. On. I didn't know if you. Okay. I, okay. Yeah, if you want me to do like a, a sneaker collection thing, let me know and I'll do it because a lot of people have kind of asked like recently. Is there like a because at some point we're gonna have to do something extravagant? Is there like a? I know people care about visual podcasts. Is there? Do you think? If we started a Bunny Cardigan YouTube channel, and we are going to work something out, we're going to work this out live right now. Do you think if I saved the video from these and put it on a YouTube channel, do you think people would want that? Because I know people care about visual podcasts. Is that yeah, something that would so. interest but people? Would that be too much work for you? I don't know if it would be. We'll see if how many people care about it. We and should if enough, make our own like. That's what we should do. That's what I'm saying is we might have like, to I at could do some like, point. We should. You should make a Bunny Cardigan YouTube page. Okay. Like, we'll upload every podcast video. Okay. That's not too much. And, I, like, I could, like, I can do my sneaker stuff there. Yeah, and when, like, that and whenever we, like, hang out or something, we can yeah, do, like, a vlog. I feel like we have a, yeah, I feel like enough people care about our us outside this pod that, that we it would pop off. Do we launch that with the 100th episode, which is in, like, a month and a half? Or do you want to just no, do it ASAP? Isn't this, like, episode 96? I think this is, like, 93 or something. We got to figure out what we're doing for episode 100. I don't should, know what we're gonna do. We should do like ten special edition shirts, and like only ten. But it's yeah. a, but it's a, make but it it's rare. A, yeah, but it's I want everybody to be able to celebrate a hundred episodes with us. You know what I mean? Was, I know, but it was such a pain to make a hundred hoodies. <laughs> but Rod has time now. You know what? Well, that's true. You know what? I I also really want to do. Maybe we shouldn't be working these out live on the show, but it's fun. Maybe it's fun to see. Yeah, maybe somebody will throw us ideas. Yeah. So I've always wanted. You know how like certain podcasts will like have like an email that they have people like send stories or questions or stuff to, and then we read them on it. Like like Ryan Rossillo does life advice, right? So they'll read an email and then they'll give advice for it. I would love to do something like that, but we can't just rip that idea off. So I want to do something like that where we have like the Bunny Cardigan at Gmail or something. Yeah, we do need to like start our, our network. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because I do think, like, the video – you heard all of us – all of this rambling uh, – Yeah, you guys get friends. where we're going. We're, we're, Let us know we what feedback. you think um, about if we should add on to the show and continue to do this stuff. Um, or, or, well, obviously, we're going to continue to do the podcast. But <laughs> to add different things, like, should we post a video? Should we – do you want – let me know when you're listening to this because I'm going to post this ASAP if you want me to do a sneaker video of my collection – um, I want if you to want do, Nick do to do something like something funny, like pour beer on himself in the shower. What is this a circus? I can just <laughs> whatever. You can only do sneaker stuff, but if, if if you want me to pour beer on, you myself, should do like a behind the scenes of you making a video. I don't know. You'd have to have like three cameras, but I have th- three. I have a Nikon D fifty three. Or you should just do like I, a day in the life in Chicago. Just I have take a Panasonic your- Lumix G seven. And I have a Canon M50. The G7 is my favorite, though. Or like when you go to a Pistons game. Like, you just vlog. What's the last Pistons game? The last Pistons game I went to... Well, Clippers. it was the Clippers, and then I went to the Laker game. But the last one I went to at LCA was when I had coronavirus. And you gave it to the NBA. Unknowingly. Unknowingly, yeah. because we did not know that coronavirus existed in America yet. And yeah. I accidentally gave it to Christian. And you don't Wood. even know if you actually had it. You're just assuming so. Yeah, it's Based just like that. In, in retrospect, it's like that's definitely what that was. Right, yeah, right, right. and then that was when that was the Bucks game, which we got throttled. Yeah. So stayed at um, Motor City Casino for that game. Ordered a deep dish to my room, like fifty bucks from buddies. No, it was like a little Caesar's one. <laughs> it was in the hotel, like it was like room service. Oh, yeah, you could yeah, get yeah, a yeah. deep dish sent to you. Yeah, um, I had some conies the other day, which I sent you pictures of. No mustard, can't do mustard. You're a sicko. Mustard. It rips best. through me, man. I just can't do mustard. Okay. Shout it's out to Chris Kirshner. He's also allergic to mustard. What are you allergic to? What? Are you, I'm only allergic to amoxicillin. That's it. What do you got? Sulfa. S u l f a. What is that? I'm not sure. I think it's in certain medicines. Okay, so that's what amoxicillin. So I'll, like, is I'll get like hives if I. Me too. Has it in there? Yeah. But you don't. You're not like a peanut butter guy. You you you're good with everything else. Yeah, I'm good with all that. Cool. Now knowledge. we know that about each other. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> really quick, my okay. album pick: Peace, Fly God, West Side Gun. West Side Gun doesn't miss. What was I listening to when you got in? Uh, Control by SZA. I'll just do that because that's what I was just listening that's fine. to. Yeah. Probably the, one of the best R and B albums of the decade. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen. If well, you the made decade it this far, started two years ago. But yeah. Well, it came out in 2018. 
Well, it's 2022, so it didn't come out right. this decade. It was the best of its decade that it came out. Oh, okay. I thought you meant this decade. I just wanted to yeah. be a smartass. Sorry. The best R&B album of this decade is Honestly Nevermind by Drake. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> you made it this far. Thank you very, very much for listening. If you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate five stars, leave a review, subscribe if you're feeling generous. Any comments relating to the feedback that we are looking for, direct it to either James on Twitter or the official Bunny Cardigan Twitter. Um, we will catch you guys in the next one. Peace. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.